0: The date is December 3rd, Tuesday, and today I'm coming to you from Auckland, New Zealand. This week I'll be on hiatus. Check out Monday's episode, December 2nd, for the whole scoop. Today's poem is Legend of the Indian Summer by Kate Harrington. I have learned a simple legend, never found in books of lore, copied not from old tradition, nor from classics read of yore. BUT THE BREEZES SANG IT TO ME WITH A LOW AND SOFT REFRAIN, WHILE THE GOLDEN LEAVES AND SCARLET FLUTTERED DOWN TO CATCH THE STRAIN, AND THE GRAND OLD TREES ABOVE ME, AS THEIR STATELY BRANCHES SWAYED, THREW ACROSS MY COUCH OF CRIMSON MORE OF SUNLIGHT THAN OF SHADE. I HAD lain THERE DREAMING, MUSING, ON THE SUMMER'S VANISHED BLOOM, WONDERING IF EACH PENCILLED LEAFLET DID NOT MARK SOME floweret's TOMB thinking how each tree could tell me many a tale of warrior's fame, gazing at the sky and asking how the Indian summer came. Then methought a whispered cadence stole out from the haunted trees while the leaves kept dropping, dropping to the music of the breeze. I will tell thee, said the whisper, what I've learned from nature's book, for the sunbeams wrote this legend on the margins of a brook. Tis about an Indian maiden she the star-flower of her race, with a heart whose soft emotions rippled through her soul-lit face. All her tribe did homage to her, for her father was their chief. He was stern and she forgiving, he brought pain and she relief. And they called him Indian Winter, all his actions were so cold. Her they named the Indian Summer, for she seemed a thread of gold. Flashing through her native forest, beaming in the wigwam lone, Singing to the birds her playmates, till they warbled back her tone. When the summer days were ended, and the chilling months drew near, When the clouds hung dull and leaden, and the leaves fell brown and sere. Brought they to the chieftain's presence, one a pale-face young and brave, But whom youth nor manly valor could from wintry vengeance save. Bring him forth in tones of thunder, thus the Indian winter cried, While the gentle Indian summer softly flitted to his side when the tomahawk was lifted and the scalping knife gleamed high pride revenge and bloody hatred glared within the warrior's eye and the frown upon his forehead darker deeper sterner grew while the lowering clouds above them hid the face of heaven from view spare him O my father spare him friend and foe were thrust apart while the golden thread of sunlight twined around the man's heart and her eye was full of pity, and her voice was full of love, as she told him of the wigwam on the hunting-ground above. Where great Manito was talking, she could hear him in the breeze, how he called the pale-faced brother, smoked with him the pipe of peace. Then the warrior's heart relented, and the glittering weapon fell. For the maiden's sake, he muttered, Thou art pardoned, fare thee well. And the sun that would have slumbered till springtime came again. Earthward from his garnered brightness Through a flood of golden rain. And the Indian summer sought She, the gentle forest child, And two Indian wintered whispered, See how Manito has smiled. All the tribe received the omen, And they called it by her name. Indian summer, Indian summer, It will ever be the same. Though the pale face gave another To the lovely maid he won, Nature still receives her tribute From the wigwam of the sun. Here alone this shining symbol Gilds the streamlet, warms the sod. For no Indian summer cometh Save where Indian feet have trod. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Virginia Combs, Wishing you a good morning, a better day, And a lovely evening.